With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who can step in right now and hold down a series, a game, maybe a month for us? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? Or is it going to be Trey Lance? I feel like right now that's probably Sam Darnold. Darnold feels like the demon in the wings. Like, I feel like if he gets in that Shanahan offense, he's going to go crazy. If I get in that Shanahan offense, should they, <laughs> should they sell high on Darnold and get me in there? Many are asking. Maybe they still are all three of us. We all get four games. We'll all play a part of the season. To keep Would Shanahan turn that down the way he was losing quarterbacks last year? Welcome back to division preview time. We are working through the West. Now the AFC and NFC East videos are up. Check those out. If you have not, we're working through the West. Now drop us a thumbs up, subscribe. If you're enjoying this content. And even if you're not do it anyway, I'm here. The McMahon's here. Scoob is here. Boys, we're here to talk through this NFC West. What do we have? What thoughts do we have going in? to NFC West talk. Some highs and some lows here. Mm-hmm. Some very highs, some very lows. Mm-hmm. Feels like we've traveled back in time, back to <laughs> like 2012, when it was it was run by two teams and the correct two teams. I, I didn't care for that Rams business. I didn't care for that McVay takeover. I'm, I'm very used to the 49ers and the Seahawks being here. And ready to pulverize one another. That's real football to this man. I think the team I'm most interested in the, in the entire league is in this division. Ooh. <laughs> and we'll get to them. Um, but that's my thought. I guess we start with the stinkers. The Arizona Cardinals, their number is four and a half. They went four and 13 last year. What'd they do this offseason, Cole? Not a lot. <laughs> they ridded themselves of the, the problem known as DeAndre Hopkins, who was never once a problem and probably their best overall player. He's gone. Zach Allen hit free agency. He went to the Broncos like we covered when we talked about the AFC West, which may or may not be out by the time this video goes out. I can't remember. Either way, it happened. Uh, and Byron Murphy, they also let go. I believe he's in Minnesota now. Yep. Uh, corner who's still 25. Uh, they brought in Kaiser White, and that's it. <laughs> that was their big move. I mean, they were so good last year. After you win four, you – well, they got that bad news Kingsbury at. I think all their, their moves were front office right. related. So Kingsbury's out. New GM, new coordinators, but same talent. Same exact talent, minus a few studs. I mean, I, I do like their draft class. They got Paris Johnson Jr., and they did so by trading back out of the top 10. A guy they were like, we'll take him. We have no problem taking him third. They get him at 12, and they get a first next year. That's what this whole team is based on, that first next year. 
it could be really fun if right now they have the projected odds to come to have the first and second pick in the draft next year. I hope that happens because that's sick. You have so many opportunities if that happens. You have all the opportunities. And mm-hmm. in football, every once in a while you'll see like a team will have like two picks in the top five. I remember the Cleveland Browns ended up with one and two. Or excuse me, no, it was Washington. Cleveland may have also did it, but Washington with LeVar Arrington and Chris Samuels. That's why I'm so fascinated by this team. Mm-hmm. because a perfect year if i'm a cardinals fan or gm or whatever the perfect year to me is kyler takes his time come we stink get the first pick texas stink we get the second pick but kyler comes back is like no i'm healthy and i'm we have our quarterback and we still have one and two that's why they're so fascinating to me because it's like do you love caleb williams or drake made that much what would kyler have to do to be like no i'm here you've already signed him if he right. just gets along with, good with the new head coach and none of the Kingsbury stuff is out of there, you would then have your quarterback and the top two picks in a quarterback-heavy draft. So much of the conversation you see it with Fields, you see it with every young quarterback. Build the rest of the team while your quarterback's cheap. Well, what about this? What if my quarterback's super expensive, but I have the top two picks in the draft? How, how does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> Flip it up, man. I say, yeah, give me some MH2 for a healthy Kyler and give me, I don't know, Joe All, whoever the best, like, left tackle or edge rusher. Dallas Turner out of Alabama. Give me one of those guys and my quarterback. I just feel like the way it's going to go is Kyler gets traded regardless because he's not their guy. Right. I feel like that's generally, no matter how well or poorly he plays, it'll be like, hey, you're not our guy. Sorry. It'll be after he comes back week four and plays that pickup so they don't get those good players. That's the thing. If he plays and plays well enough, yeah, maybe you don't stink that much. But what do you say, Colin? Do we think he gets traded midseason? Could it grow contentious where Kyler's like, they, I'm healthy. They won't play me. I mean, would a team roll those dice midseason? I would. I think, like, if you're – I think the trade deadline is too early for one. Because like, if we stink, it's like, should we just keep stinking for Caleb Williams? Like, Who's the team that's like, hey, we're, we're three and five. We're not out of it. Could this be the shot in the arm we need? We're in a terrible division or something? Tampa. I feel like Tampa, if Baker is bakering, and they're still, <laughs> if they're still like competitive, you know, they could be like, fuck it. We but, don't want to draft a guy next year, so... Baker's bakering. I don't think they'll be competitive, but you never know. Well, but the rest, yeah, the, division, the, yeah, the rest of the division, the rest of the division will exactly also be bakering. Right. <laughs> and Baker bakering is like just below five hundred ball. You know, it's right. just just below the precipice where you're like in that division could where still you're picking win. ninth and not first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got to be a team like my Patriots, like Tampa. That's not going to be in contention for first. But it's like, hey, we still have a shot at the playoffs. We would just love to hit the fast forward button here. It's probably going to cost less than trading up to number one or two as well. So that's going to be a factor as well. Absolutely. Like God, Falcons, any team is like, yeah, yeah, midway in. If you're in a terrible division, it's like, yeah, let's just because we know he's already paid. So whatever you're giving up, you don't have to pay him as well. He's already paid. You got him for Falcons would be awesome with Kyle. I would love that. They would be very much awesome, especially if it's like, what if we just wait and we can get them for 72 cents right. on the dollar? We'll take those chances. And the Cardinals will be in great shape. That's what I'm so fascinated by. But now I know it's going to – Kylo come back. They'll pick 11th. 
the Texans will give him like the eighth pick. It'll be pretty good, but this could go best case of best case. That's what I'm fascinated by. Who are the young guys? Who's taking a step for him? So Shoot. part of the reason they're projected to have that first and second pick is because they, they don't have young guys. No. Uh, they still don't know where to play Isaiah Simmons. And of all the rookies they had last year, Cam Thomas is the only one who even really looked like an NFL player consistently. Trey McBride was their highest draft pick last year. Uh, he was their second rounder. He was the 64th out of 73rd graded center in all of football, or tight end in all of football. Is that the end all be all? He was his, he did great well blocking, uh, which okay. for Kyler, for whoever, is a good sign. Have that right. six lineman there. But it's not – they're not stocked to the gills with young guys. I do like their draft pick, uh, Michael Wilson, out of Stanford. Mm-hmm. I like him. I'm high on him. Another one of my dynasty guys. But mm. he's working for a starting job already, I've been reading. so He is. And he was really good at Stanford. He just – gets like horribly injured every year. So that's my only concern with him because even when we were talking to Christian Gonzalez, he he named Michael Wilson as one of those guys who was like the hardest he had to cover in college. So when he's on the field, the absolute truth. I think the reason he went a little later, what was he, a third or fourth round pick this year? Third. Something like that. I think the reason he fell that far was the injury history. So if he stays healthy, yeah, I think that's probably the Cardinals' best receiver. Or prospect, like best receiver prospect for sure. Well, so they have still have Hollywood Brown, and so it's like who he looked fine. He looked fine with the Ravens before they traded him. It's like can he get away from Greg Roman and Cliff Kingsbury? Maybe he is just actually decent, but it's time to pay him if he is. And then Paris Johnson, are they going to play him at guard this year? I've read some like are they going to start him? At He's guard? listed as tackle on the okay. depth chart on ESPN, so right tackle. My only question, I was like, who is that good to be keeping him off <laughs> tackle right away? Like, who, what stud bookend tackles do you have that's just keeping him off? But if he's going to be tackled, that makes sense. That's an upgrade. What do we think? Um, what do you think of quarterback? They got our, our coworker, new coworker, Cole McCoy. But I like I like Clayton Toon, the rookie they got from oh, where did he play? Houston, the, the Green. Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, so I like him. So, it are any of them going to play it? I've only ever heard Kyler's like, I'll be back for week one. I'll be back for week one. I know that's like player talk, player speak, but we've seen it. I think the the blurb on Underdog in the draft I was in yesterday said Rap Sheet said it's unlikely he'll play week one. It's looking unlikely, so. Well, I mean, that could start the contention Coley was saying, because if Kyler's like maintaining, I will be, I am ready for week one. They're slowing me down. That's how Kyler Murray, Atlanta Falcon. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not weirdly rooting for that i don't even care about the falcons but it would be such a sick offense defense is still shit but such a sick offense that's all i need uh great madden and great jersey team go from mm-hmm. there this is neither a great madden nor a great jersey team or a great defense really this is top five to miss tackles they were 11th in pressure rate but lost jj watt and Zach Allen, as you mentioned, and back to back to back off seasons, they've lost Hassan Reddick, Chandler Jones, JJ Watt, and Zach Allen. I can't figure out why they can't get any pressure aside from those guys. <laughs> I can't figure it out. And oh yeah, Byron Murphy's gone, like you mentioned. So well, good luck secondary. 
Right now they have the second most cap space. Again, that's factoring in Kyler already haven't been paid, right? Yes, yes. So next year, if you can go into it with your quarterback paid, two high picks, and a buttload of cap space, who their coach is, was it Gannon? Gannon, yeah. Gannon, yeah. I know Eagles fans, I feel like, are low, but what if he pops? Like, we see these rookie coaches, one of, them, one of them's going to pop. So you could have a potentially interesting year next year. I just don't <laughs> <laughs> this year. My Lord. I will always like Buda Baker. He won he won a fan over on the hard knock season. He was the the guy they focused on a lot. So I don't even know if he'll finish the year on this team though, because I feel like he's always been in the trade rumor mill also. He but puts just, himself in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> he just said, Yeah, like trade me or pay me, and they paid him. Mm-hmm. So he might be safe this year, but I also wondered if I thought they would do it with, like with Hopkins, trade Buda Baker, trade the guys you have with some value for this burn it down year. They didn't do that. Oh, Release Hopkins, pay Buda Baker, who is good and deserves to be paid, of course. But I just don't know what kind of value he's going to add for this team who four and a half wins <laughs> is what they're looking at. Does their schedule even matter? What's the... That's what I was thinking, like week one through 17. They're 18, technically. It's The bye week is tough. The Like, yeah, they're all – like, they play the Commanders week one if they're going to fuck it up and start winning games. It could happen immediately. Luckily, it's on the road. Uh, week three, they get the Cowboys. Then they go to at San Fran, and then they play the Bengals at home. That's tough for anybody, so that's for sure tough play a lot of bird teams they play seattle and the ravens back to back and then late in the season they get san francisco chicago philly seattle to end the season so they should be looking at four straight and that they have a week 14 bye too which feels <laughs> rookie coach week four like he'll get no time to collect this like talk with his coaches nothing not to the seasons how we do boys we're two and 18 <laughs> I said best case. I think worst case scenario is like a Colt McCoy who has been fine wherever he put. Like he's not trying to tank. He's not trying to lose no games. He comes in and he's too competent for you. The Texans are a little bit too good and you also win enough games. And Kyler's rehab goes awry. He comes back later. That's worst case scenario. Yeah. Well, the be- the beauty about Cole is he he does what you want him to do perfectly. So if you just scheme him up plays behind the line of scrimmage, behind the first down line, you- he'll have a perfect game and you won't win. You know. Did Josh Norris just put a hundred dollars in your pocket for working in scheme <laughs> with? My pocket doth be heavier. <laughs> I listen. The offense could score twenty one a game. This defense isn't scaring anybody. Like the, the offense could hum. And they're still going to be looking at that number one pick. I'm just curious. Like, who's going to get Isaiah Simmons? Like, he's going to have seven and a half sacks this year. Somebody will get him next year. Play him at the right position. First team all pro. Play at safety, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, first team all pro. So, I wonder, does anybody get in there early? Like, no, we want to jump the Hassan Reddick. Missing that boat. They should. (laughs) Who's their X factor? Is there an X factor for this? Is it the bird? The actual Arizona Cardinal? I have one if Coley doesn't. Go for it. I feel like it's it's James Conner running back. I mean, that's the only way they're going to move the ball, right, is him being good. So, 
Yeah, and being like healthy. Hollywood. Yeah, and Hollywood. how I am in Hollywood. Those are the only guys they've got, really. Just because it's like it's year five. He's been good. He's young. He's Kyler's friend. He's like super fast. We've seen what receivers are getting paid. So it's like, are you going to want to pay Hollywood Brown something starting in the twos? I would guessing. If not, should you move him mid for just whatever you can get? So I'm curious to what they do there. Four and a half is the number. Higher. Swoop says higher. He says much higher. <laughs> much, much higher. Uh, no! No! Seems <laughs> no! taking the West. If they go higher, it everyone should be fired again. Like, the objective <laughs> should be lower. They, they can't mess this up. They have no control over the Texans pick. None. Right. They have plenty of control over their own. <laughs> Everything else. Like, the Texans pick will have value regardless of where it falls. If the Texans win it all, that 30-second pick still holds value. Their own pick, they have all the control in the world over it. That needs to be as low as possible. This has to be a lower. If they go higher, fire everyone. I'm t- do they have, like, the picks they traded to get Hopkins or whoever else, are they out any of their own? Do they finally have a full slate of their own picks? So they have two day one picks, four day two picks, four day three picks. They have 10 total picks right now for right next now. year. And if they, like, even if they don't trade Kyler midseason, which is probably a lot, teams probably don't have the cap space to add that in the middle of the season. But if they trade Kyler before the next draft, mm. I imagine that's at least one first and an immediate oh, first. You could get, if not two, for just for the age. If he shows he's healthy, the age, the pedigree, I think you could get a one and maybe a conditional that turns into a right right i just mean for next draft for next draft they'll have at least a one and then if they trade isaiah simmons during the season like they right now they have 10 picks going into that draft if they keep the one pick and trade houston's for more like they have so much draft equity because of that paris because of that trade last year that they they should they should feel like they own that draft and only they can lose it I can't wait till they pick seventh and ninth, man. (laughs) And have to trade all the. They would end up trading seven, nine, and Kyler to get up to (laughs) to one. (laughs) To get to one, and some (laughs) Texans much worse position. Yeah, I I want to hope. We'll get to the other team. I just want to hope they're doing the right things because they did like they completely clean house. So it's not like your GM is trying to compete, but your coach is trying to rebuild. Everybody's new. So hopefully it's like, yes, guys, if you go 0-17, that's great news this year. You would not. Bonuses. Yes. <laughs> legit. I don't want any of that Lovey Smith stuff. We have to shenanigans. I'm going lower four and a half as well. I think this team is really bad. Is it lower from us all? I know Scoob's yeah. lower. Yeah. Lower on these Cardinals. Next, these L.A. Rams. Six and a half. They were That's always in the West when they were in St. Louis. That's weird. Decision or uh, divisions didn't start like using actual geography till like 2018. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, they they were South, <laughs> East, all of that. Scoop the Cowboys are in the East still. Like <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> now that I think about it, the Dallas really isn't East anywhere. <laughs> East of the LA Rams. <laughs> That's how they decide where you are based on 
whoever uh, Goodell's team, whoever what the team he's looking at that day. Six and a half is their number. Five and twelve last year. What they do this offseason, Coley? PFF's additions page has nobody. They added <laughs> <laughs> like they re, they re-signed Coleman Shelton, who I'm sure he's a nice fella. Never heard of him. He's a center. He's 28. He was a backup center. He's been in the league a while. They lost uh, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, Baker Mayfield, Ashawn Robinson. They traded away. Um, who's the receiver they signed last year? Oh, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, they traded him away. They added like they they added a ton of late draft picks this year because they just needed to fill out the roster. Right now, <laughs> projected <laughs> projected for next year, they're already twenty fourth in cap space, uh, and they have six draft picks. They have one day one, which I'm sure that'll be gone soon. Uh, they have two day twos, three day threes, six total. They also they traded Jalen Ramsey away as well. What are the day two picks? It doesn't say. Well, let me see. There's a link. I, Jonathan Taylor. You know that. I'm telling you, they don't like to keep them picks for long. It's true. I don't think they want to rebuild. So I wonder if it's like, hey, we can't give you four picks, but we'll give you like a second and third. We might stink. So you might get the 38th <laughs> and 68th pick. Like you, would you like that? It's certainly possible. Sony maybe Michelle retired, uh, maybe died, and then retired again. Uh, <laughs> Does Stetson Bennett start a game for him this year? Yeah, I think he's bound to, right? Just because Stafford gets a little banged up. They took him in the fourth round. We talked, like, for a team that does not already have, like, a lot of pick capital to be getting cute with. They took Stetson Bennett in the fourth round. I think he's, he might get him a couple games. I don't See know. The their, factor. their fourth string quarterback is named Dresser Win. Oh, he should start. He should start based off that alone. Is Stetson the X Factor? They, they have three rookie quarterbacks. They have dress, the aforementioned Dresser Win, Stetson Bennett. And Braxton Burmeister. So two of these guys were just auto auto populated uh, by Madden. Three of these. <laughs> Bur- no, Stafford's the worst name in the room. I'd send his ass back to Detroit. It is. It is tough. They took uh, Steve Avila out of TCU. I believe he was their highest pick. They took him in the second round. Second round pe- believe, yeah. People were very very high on him. Uh, the third round, they added Byron Young and Kobe Turner, both for the defensive line, which I feel like the defensive line gets a lot of credit, and all of it belongs to Aaron Donald. So it's good that they're getting, especially if you're going to lose an A'shaun Robinson. Uh, and, every, like, their ends. Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Von Miller was obviously last offseason. They lost him. So it's good to get some youth there. And Puka Nakua was a wide receiver that got some hype, again, either after the senior bowl or the other bowl. Like I can't remember the name of ever the one that happened out in Vegas. Um, and they got him in the fifth. So it's like their wide rec- again, their wide receiver group, I think, gets a lot of credit, but a lot of that belongs to Cooper Cup. So they, they're good at having one guy at baby. each position yeah. group, and then everything below them is kind of swill. I mean, that's kind of the thing. It's like Aaron Donald played 11 games. Cup and Stafford each played nine last year. If each of those guys are just healthy, for more, not even full 17, you just played more than nine or 11 games. 
I think it's the higher. I just don't know if they played that many games. Like Donald probably, I feel like he probably could have played. They just stunk. Right. Cups, I felt bad. Like his was probably like legit. He would have been out. And Stafford, I just don't know if he has a right shoulder at this point. I'm in on Stafford this year, boys. Yeah. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be tricked, but I got I got it in me. This is the one last run year. He's he's gonna do this, and then at the end of the year, they'll put him into a cold tub, and he's gonna pass away. I bet, or they'll push him off a cliff, depending on what his cap, <laughs> his salary cap looks like. I mean, I I don't hate one last hurrah. When he plays, he like he plays through the pain. All that produces all that. So if he's on the field, I think he'll be productive. But I just don't know if he's gonna be on the field. And like Chloe said, I do like Puka. I've heard a lot of good things about Puka. He's already won the number three job, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, it was him or five five two two Atwell, who they use entirely too much draft capital to get. Uh, Van Jefferson, I feel like he's looked good in certain games, but as his career, it's been super underwhelming. So that's where it's like, yeah, they need someone else to step up. Otherwise, it's Cup and Higby, and that's really all they have to like rely on on a game to game basis. I feel like the X factor is going to be Cam Akers. Do do they hate him? Do they like him? Will they we get him the ball? Is he recovered? Oh, there's so many things that go yeah. into it. I think they love him. For like yeah, with they all this went him. on, they still have yeah. him. They love him. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Yeah, but we, I feel like he had a good close to the season. Like yeah, maybe he is just getting healthier from that. I think his was Achilles. Yeah, I think they're they're they're, make, they're giving him a bell cow roll if he can handle it this year. So they they really do like him and they 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 stuck with him through the injury, and like you said, he was he was definitely looking better at the end of the year with the workload they were giving him. So I'm I'm, so. In, I'm in on Cam too. Scoop really is just in on these entire rounds. <sighs> you new offensive coordinator Mike Lafleur, you in on him too? It's me. It's me. I'm the <laughs> offensive coordinator. Scoop <laughs> Lafleur, it was him all along. <laughs> I don't know. He came from the Jets. He was there for two years, so it's like I have no idea if he's good. He has Zach Wilson as his quarterback. Right. I couldn't tell you a single. I have no idea. Maybe he's good for maybe him and Stafford click. Maybe not. What's their schedule looking like? Well, I, even before I get to that, if as I look at the roster, if I if I just remove their uniforms and I remember Matt Stafford's the quarterback. This looks like every late 2000s Lions team he played on. Like, one really good receiver, dominant receiver. One really good defensive lineman, dominant defensive lineman. And then a lot of question marks. (laughs) So that's where it's like. (laughs) I I don't think they're question marks. We know for sure. They're not good. It's not good around them. Well, it's like Kobe Durant's still pretty young. He put up a 73 grade at corner last year. Could he take a step? I don't know. Could it get much worse? Maybe. Like Jalen Ramsey's not there anymore. He's probably their right. CB one. So that's a different. That's a different game he's playing. So that's where it's like there are some question marks, but yeah, the rest of the team's pretty bad. I mean, they start off with a pretty strong kick in the dick. They play Seattle at Seattle to start the season. They play San Francisco at home. They play at Cincinnati week three. The Colts week four is doesn't really belong in this, but then they play the Eagles week five at home. And we talked about the Chargers. L.A. still has that problem with the Rams, too. That place will be packed with Eagles fans. It doesn't matter. It's on the other side of the country. So those first five weeks, we'll know if they're selling. (laughs) We'll know if they're selling or buying by then. I do. It's just like what's so hard for 
to watch now that I watched a lot of Rams last year. But it's like when you do trade all those picks, you are slow everywhere, dude. <laughs> but when you get like the infusion of you, even if they're not good, it's like y'all are moving fast. So like y'all are shot out of a can. <laughs> and the Rams generally like draft scout develop well when they have picks and they don't don't trade them like for star players. So I'm curious if they would just be like, let's just ride, let's just see what we have. We still riding off the Super Bowl high. I don't think there's like playoff expectations on this team. They're not going to fire McVeigh like if this goes wrong. So maybe they would run it out. That that feels like the um, there's a Saints writer I follow. John's I think Sigler. Um, he he says like the one thing you see in the Saints preseason games is when the starters come out and the backups get into depth. The Saints don't really draft well late or at all late, you know? Mm-hmm. So when the backups and all that come in, you could see the depth is just not there to match. That's yeah, because it I don't know, just that athleticism, fresh legs just jump off the screen. Mm-hmm. Even if they run it in the wrong direction, it's like, oh that guy <laughs> he, he owned something. He owned Boogie something. <laughs> yeah, we gotta harness that. Six and a half is the number for these Rams. Vegas, once again. <sighs> I'm going to go higher. I think just their star players playing more than, what, 30 games combined. Like probably like seven. It's like seven <laughs> and then like right, right there. Because, again, last – they didn't have anybody last year. McVeigh was going to retire every week, we heard. <laughs> and Baker Mayfield was there. At the very least, now they have 19 rookie quarterbacks. And Stafford projects to be healthy. I'll go higher. Slightly higher. Six and a half. I'm waiting for Coley, and it looks like he's waiting for me. <laughs> Coward's I mean, feet. I- I agree with I agree with Scoob in the sense that like I think Vegas nailed the line <laughs> like absolutely nailed it. Um, I would like to use my push, but I know that's not possible. So I'm I'm gonna go lower. I just don't have a lot of faith here. I think I think the two other I think they get probably two wins because they get to play the Cardinals twice. Maybe we just, if the Cardinals know what's good for them, right? Four right, yeah. I, too. The Cardinals fucking it up, and and I mean the Rams sweeping them. <laughs> should maybe should consider going that route too because they have a first round pick for once. Uh, I know they're not going to do that, but yeah, they're not. I don't. McVeigh's not worried about being fired, but they should be worried about McVeigh firing them. Like and just being like Amazon's call. Bezos hits me up every morning. <laughs> I think it's. It feels like it's going to happen to the point where it's like we can't even worry about it, man. Like when he leaves, right. he leaves. Right. The only thing is, would they trade him? Oh, you're not going to leave. You can get a first round pick, maybe more for a coach now. So that's where it's like, okay, we don't want you to walk for. We're a pick strap team. We trade you, then you retire. You dick over somebody else. Trade to Amazon. (laughs) First round pick, eight billion (laughs) dollars. Oh yeah, I'll go lower. But it's a good line, not much lower. Great line. I'm going higher, and it's probably what was it, seven and a half? They probably six and get a half. six and a half. Oh well, then yeah, I'm gonna go higher. I think they can find seven wins. Um, they'll have ones where like the offense will show up one time, and then the next time the defense shows up. You know, so me and Scoob's Rams. <laughs> Look I at us. Well, last year, I don't. I'm they were hurt. They were hurt. Very hurt. 
I feel like that could happen again. It's <laughs> they weren't hurt. They were old, which leaves you more susceptible to being. <laughs> I just remember last year they were talking like, oh, yeah, Stafford was working out with Clayton Kershaw. They're friends, you know, and he's healthy as ever. And then he was like very much wasn't. So I don't know why I'm why I would believe it again this year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm OK with that. But I'm good with the lower. Right? He doesn't believe in our Rams, Scoob. I'm his doctor. I gave him a clean bill of health just three days ago. <laughs> this is my doctor, dog. We are not making Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> is that all we got on the Rams? Moving through the division, we get to the Seattle Seahawks. Nine on the dot is their number. Very wow. pushable for some. They were nine and eight last year. Lost to San Francisco wild card weekend. What's Seattle do this offseason? Well, they brought in Draymond Jones, who I believe the last time I said sign with Cleveland. That didn't happen. So they brought in Draymond from, Jones. From Denver, right? From Denver, yeah. Uh they brought in Julian Love, who I, I do like a decent amount. I thought he was kind of undervalued as a free agent. They brought in Jaron Reed from Scoob's Packers. They brought in Devin Bush who really hasn't been great as a pro yet, but really high draft pedigree out of Michigan. They brought back Bobby Wagner, who was old and slow on those Rams last year, but was also good. Uh, so was, second team all pro? Yeah, yeah, like he had a great year. Um, they lost Richard Penny. They lost Puna Ford. They lost Cody Barton. They gave Geno a uh, contract. contract. And uh, I hey, really like their – yeah, I really like their – their rookie class again. I think they Great crushed draft. last year's draft. Great draft, and I think they crushed it again this year, even with JSN uh, hurting his wrist and being questionable for Week One. Oh, I hadn't seen. Is it like only Week One, or is it like we're waiting to see if that's, he needs surgery? That like might what, be all the weeks. I don't think it's going to be all the weeks. Let me. I think Rap Sheet tweeted it earlier. Three hours ago, broken bone in his wrist. Uh oh. Mm, yeah, I hadn't seen that. That. I mean, I still like the draft class, but that is a tough start. Yeah, not great. Who else did they draft? Uh, they got Big Spoon, another corner, a year after nailing Tariq Woolen. Uh, so they have a very young, dominant, or pro- projected to be dominant secondary. And their defense was kind of the question last year. Jamal Adams, who people really don't like, but he didn't play last year. And even if you don't love him as a safety, he is hell off the edge. Like, he's not a negative player. He's just not the best at playing safety. Uh, Bobby Wagner, I mean, PFF had him as number one linebacker in football last year. They, they bring him back to a place they know he can play. Boy, Mafe's young on the line. Uh, they drafted an edge out of Auburn this year. So they, they just keep trying to replenish the de- defense has really been their problem since the Legion of Boom days. Like that, that was where they started to get really dominant the last part of the decade or so. That's where it fell off. That's where it fell apart. Kenneth Walker is a second year guy. Obviously he looked unbelievable. They took uh, Zach Charbonnet, a guy a lot of people were high on out of UCLA this year. DK, uh, 89 was out at Seahawks camp. He said DK's added to his route tree a lot. And this is something 89 had, had been critical of him in the past. 
And Lockett's just kind of the most consistent receiver we've seen for a decade now. 1,153 yards this year. Pencil it in. Pencil it in. Him and Mike Evans, you know what you're going to get every season. Right, right. And Charles Cross was their first pick last year. Uh, tackle. I, I, Ole Miss, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi or, State. Oh, Mississippi State. I would say one of those. Mississippi yeah. State. Same thing. I don't give. I know Pete. I know two people specifically who would be angry about that. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot of young. Were there other tackles? What their second round pick or third? Abraham round Lucas. Round? Yeah. yeah. So booking yeah, rookie tackles. Lucas. Yeah. And Lucas graded better last year. He was playing on the right side, obviously, but uh, plenty of reason for optimism there. So the, this team's young. Even with Geno being, I think, turns 33 this season, he still feels youthful. He's not taken a lot of hits the last decade, so he's got plenty left. And he's like the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. You know, he just puts it right where he wants it, which is crazy to see from Geno. You would never expect that. I think he completed 70% of his passes last Mm -hmm. year, which after just sitting for a smooth, better part of a decade is ridiculous. The biggest thing they gained – like, as well as I think they drafted this year, that's a question mark. We actually, we don't know as much as I like those guys. The biggest thing they gained, they don't have to fly to fucking Germany in the middle of this season. <laughs> they don't have to go from Seattle, Washington to Germany in the that's middle of the hours, season. Three and a half? Four? Yeah. What's that? Car ride. Yeah, yeah. Car ride. Yeah, trainable. They, they play all of their games in the continental United States of America this year. I can't imagine something being better for this team than not having to traverse. What's that? Nine time zones? Like it's quite far. You understand? Go back and not get a bye week. Go back and immediately get back to business. They like I. They were so hot going into that game, and then they were so mediocre for the next like month and a half before they finally made that push at the end of the season. I really think that was part of the problem. They don't have that this year. They just they eliminated that now. They have a week five bye, so that also kind of sucks. Not the not a perfect bye week, but it's better than going to Germany. And they do play two Thursday night games in a row, so they kind of get a... If you're going to play them, you'd rather get that full week at least one time. I'm right. sure they play a, a Sunday morning, the game after the second <laughs> Thursday night. But I guess their biggest... It's, it's so much, is Gino going to regress? Was he a fluke? And I just feel like, yeah, maybe... Maybe his rookie tackles get better. Maybe the running back room should be better. They added Kenny McIntosh, too. Love that. So, yeah, I feel like they have a great running back room, a great receiver room. Line should be better. If Geno's just like, I can just need to do what I did last year. And, again, not factoring in, he could, of course, take a step and get better as well. I like Jamal Adams coming back because, like you said, they they need pass rush, and he – he can get home. I don't know why he was ever called a safety, but <laughs> it feels like they like added enough front seven stuff, some secondary stuff, to hopefully they'll be able to use him all over, which I think is where he's best. Right. And like you said, they didn't play at all last year, so him, him healthy at all is something, even if you hate his guts, as many do. I would, I would like to see him and Isaiah Simmons in the same defense. Like, just let them roam, like, like alley cats. Don't... Don't assign them positions. <laughs> whatever whatever they think is the best, let them do. Roll with his eyes. He's over cleaning himself by the, the down <laughs> markers. <laughs> then he jumps around on, for a pick six. Yeah. 
Yeah, a saucer of milk has appeared at the 40. He's distracted. He's, he's eating one singular strand of spaghetti. It's leading to the mouth of another female cat. I think I like the Seahawks. Like you said, I really like their draft. I like free. I feel like they addressed the right position. It's like we talked last year during the playoffs. They needed front seven, front seven, front seven help. They got that. Drafted with this, a little surprise. Because it seems like, yeah, Pete Carroll's MO is, like, I'll find the fifth-round guy and make him the stud. But he's like, what if I just take the stud and put him with the other, <laughs> put him with the other stud is what I'll do. And who was that? And was it was it Kobe Bryant? Was a rookie corner last year? Was he a rookie? He was a rookie corner as well, yeah. 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 So I think they, like, added enough to where it's like we, we didn't get stagnant and just count on development. But drafted, free agent, the schedule stuff. I saw the 10th easiest, and the line, 9, felt a little low for me. That's why I was like, let's talk through this. Let me see if I'm missing something on this. No, I think this is a 10-win team because, I mean, they were losing games last year, and they were scoring like 37 and losing just because the defense couldn't get stops. So you would imagine with the pieces they added, the guys they drafted, they'll be better. So... I'm I'm taking the higher. I think 10, 10, 11. This is a 10 or 11 win team. Could they win the division? Do they have that kind of potential? I think so. I think so. I think if Gino, if Gino is as accurate as he was last year, I definitely think they have that potential. Did you say X? I feel like there's 10 X factors on the Seahawks. <laughs> is there any one in particular that stands out? I think just knowing the history, especially the recent history of Seattle, I do think Witherspoon as a rookie is the X factor because when I think of what he did at Illinois, like that team was so physical and they talked so much shit. And when I think like what NFL defense does that remind me of? It's 10 years ago, Seattle defense. They were very physical. They talked a lot of shit. And so that's where it's like, I think it's, him being that true CB1, I think he's more polished coming to the league. Like, Woolen was a project. There's a reason. He was a wide receiver, a lot like Richard Sherman. He was a wide receiver who converted to corner and just a crazy athlete. I still am shocked he fell that. I think the fifth-round pick for them last year. Like, crazy low. But him, he had one of the highest interception rates out of any corner in the league, not even just rookie. So if he can take that step and Witherspoon just be that consistent lockdown guy, I think that's horrifying. And, and to that point, that defense fed off of Marshawn Lynch. Mar they got so hyped when Marshawn broke off a big runner, ran through a tackle. Kenneth Walker, he came into the league with the highest broken tackle percentage of any running back in last year's draft. And last year when he was healthy, you saw that plenty. So if that if those two guys can be – leaders of their respective offense and defense yeah i think i i came in here ready to pick seattle to win this division i'm sticking with it easy higher i agree i think they definitely have division winning potential like really last year is like they got smoked in the play they just couldn't be san francisco right like they matched up with any i don't think they win the super bowl like they just avoided san francisco but play a team for the third time they kind of got your number it is what it is i like yeah all the shots they took all of them won't hit. We know that, of course, but it seems like they're taking the right kind of shots. And again, that, that nine just feels a little low to me. 
man who knows more than Vegas. So I will say, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go higher. I will go higher on these Seahawks. Like, even the tough games throughout the year are pretty balanced. Like, they get at Cincinnati, but that's week six coming off the bye. So they get two weeks to prepare for that. And it's first half of the season, Cincinnati, which is a very beatable team. Mix, yeah, you don't know what you're getting there. <laughs> and then, like Scoob was saying, they get the back-to-back Thursday night games. One of them's Thanksgiving. I don't know what date Thanksgiving is this year. One of them for certain is Thanksgiving. Uh, then they play the fall, and that's San Francisco at the Cowboys. Those are back-to-back Thursdays. Then they get Sunday at San Francisco, but that's at least 10 days off after the back-to-back Thursdays. And then it's home. They get the Eagles, but it's at home, So and it's late in the season. So right. maybe they're banged up a little. It's Philly going all the way out to Seattle. Like Those are their toughest games. Most three out of the five of them are at home. I don't hate that. And really, division wise, it's like, hey, man, can we can we split with San Francisco this year? Because we should right. beat the Rams and Seahawks twice a piece. We should, we're yeah. just better than those teams. So if we can walk out of this going five and one division, we're feeling great. So I I think it's higher across the board for these Seahawks. Do you have Anything them in the division? No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. I, He's a coward. He's a coward. I don't. Uh, well, hold on. I'm going to look at the rest of the league before I make this proclamation. He's no, about to get bold yeah, here. Yeah, no, make I it. like the proclamation. I like the proclamation. Yeah, they're the one seed in the West. And the NFC. They're the one seed. Just... Oh, in the NFC? Ooh. Yeah, the NFC. Okay. Someone, in, like, someone yeah. in the East. Eagles did it last year. I don't, we already talked about the Eagles. I still think they're winning that division. Tyler does not. Uh, but I think, I think they're, the, they're probably the two seed. I love the team we're talking about next, but they've got some weird questions. They've had a weird off season, so that's where it's like somehow Seattle's the more stable of the two. Also, you talk about weird <laughs> season slash off season. Kyle Shanahan deserved hazard pay <laughs> for what's going on there. But I, I could see, yeah, if all these things click, it's like, yeah, Seattle got better at all the things they needed to, and they weren't bad before. And so they could they right. jump from nine to eleven, eleven to thirteen. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I like that proclamation. And they brought back the blues, too. Don't forget they brought back the blues. Okay, now nah, I'm in with you, one see. I'll ride that. <laughs> they play in the old Chris Warren jerseys. We got anything else on Seattle? Is it just the, these bully 49ers? Yeah. Left. 13 and 4 last year. Lost in the conference championship game to the Eagles. Their number's 10 and a half, which also feels a little suspicious to me. Like, they've made the conference championship game three of the last four years. And what I saw, they have the fifth easiest schedule. Is that right? Do they, do they have this cake all year? <laughs> Let me pull it up. Because, I, I mean, they, they also get to play the Cardinals and the Rams. That's mm-hmm. four games. <laughs> Easy money. Um. I mean, they play the Browns and Bengals and Ravens. Yeah, they play the AFC North. I don't feel like that's cake. No, that's a yeah, that's a tough draw. What's the other division? They get like the AFC South or something to balance it? it they play the Jags, but I don't see the rest of the South here. So, no, it's the AFC North and the – is it the NFC South? Falcons, Panthers. No. No, is it the East? Who do they play? 
Yes, NFC East. So yeah, not cake. I don't know what they're talking uh, about. <laughs> yeah, is every other? Well, I guess yeah, the Cardinals, Rams are way down. If every one of those non ones, but if Jaguars is one, that's not an easy game. No, and it's at Jacksonville. It's yeah, off the bye, but it's at Jacksonville. Mm. Okay. What? Uh, yeah, who they add? Who they? Would they do this offseason? So they added uh, Javon Hargrave. Rude. Very rude. Yeah. <laughs> they added uh, Tayshawn Gibson, Kerry Hyder Jr., and Jake Brendel, who's backup center. They lost Amanahu. They lost Emmanuel Mosley. They lost Jimmy Ward. They lost Jimmy G. They lost Mike McGlinchey. And they lost Samson Ebukam um, and Aziz Al Shahir. Uh, so it's like, and, and Tamiko Ryans, which I feel mm-hmm. like is comfortably the biggest loss with respect to those players, but I feel like that's comfortably their mm-hmm. largest loss. And it's t- like, I, I know they have some new faces on the offensive line. It's normally been a strength, even with McGlinchey not, you know, maybe playing to what he had been, but Trent Williams on the left side. I know they have a new center in there. So we'll see what the line looks like. Weapons wise, this is the best weapons room in the league comfortably. Like McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk. Does anybody have like a stronger top five on the hold in that? Dolphins. Top like top heavy for sure, but do they have like the full five? That's yeah, like, this, maybe this has top. like star power, depth, uh, versatility. Our tight end might play fullback. Our wide receiver might play <laughs> running back. Our running back might play quarterback. If not, they're up there. I was going to say, I'm looking at the rest of the league. They're for sure in the conversation. But, like, Eagles. Eagles are, Eagles are right there. Seattle, I think, is right there, too. Uh, the guys we just talked about. like I, Cowboys. I'll yeah. put 49ers over Cowboys. But, they're yeah, I guess there are a lot of good weapons in the NFL, some say. <laughs> What's their defense though? Like the thing, like added Hargrave, they basically swapped some of the depth. Those names you're missing for a Javon Hargrave. Like if you're gonna do it, it's a, that's the type of player you would do it for, right? But for a team that's battled some injuries and is planning for a 20 game season, I do wonder will that will you miss some of that depth when you're playing what's not the fifth easiest schedule? <laughs> I also I also feel like Bosa was hmm. abnormally healthy last year. For a Bosa and one Depoy, obviously. So that's where it's like, can he repeat that? Obviously, when he plays, he's as good of an edge as there is in football. Uh, but Hargrave next to Armstead and in front of Greenlaw and Warner, rude. It's just rude. It's not fair. Gibson, I like at safety. Uh, Hufang is unbelievable. He just makes plays. Like he just, he's the opposite of Jamal Adams, everyone. All my homies love Hufanga. It was like a month last year with D'Amico Ryan. like, this guy just simply does not know what he's doing. And then I guess he figured it out. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Seems good. They Like, Charverius Ward is there. So I feel like upgrade, like, their secondary, I feel like just the way they build their defense is on the front seven. Secondary will figure out. But their secondary feels solid. Like, Gibson, Charverius Ward, some solid names back there. But you banking on the, the your front seven. Right. As you should. Who starts the most games at quarterback this year? I think it's it's Purdy health permitting. They seem to be all in on Purdy. So 
Yeah. Is he starting from week one? I saw he played mm-hmm. some was preseason, whatever week just passed. I, so it's I think, a lot, I think a lot of the talk around the quarterback position has been media manufactured. Like, I think they're all in on Purdy. Like Scoob said, health permitting, and the health seems fine. So I, I he would have to, like, really shit the bed to get replaced. I would say that or some camp plan for, like, Injury setback from the same injury, like from the same sure. shoulder. If he's like, yeah, I'm feeling pain or something there. But, yeah, the word when he suffered was like he might not be back for the regular season. Now he's already back for preseason from a year ago to now. They know much more what they have in him. I would imagine he's top dog. I would imagine Donald's number two just because, again, this team is trying to win right now. Who can step in right now? and hold down a series, a game, maybe a month for us. Is it going to be Sam Darnold? Is it going to be Trey Lance? I feel like right now that's probably Sam Darnold. Darnold feels like the demon in the wings. Like, I feel like if he gets in that Shanahan offense, he's going to go crazy. If I get in that Shanahan offense, should they they sell high on Darnold and get me in there? Many are asking. Maybe they sell it all three of us. We all get four games. We'll all play a part of the season. To keep – would Shanahan turn that down the way he was losing quarterbacks last year? They're definitely going to keep three, maybe four quarterbacks on the I, roster for sure. It's been such a wild. I feel like every team used to keep three. Some would keep four. Then it went down to everybody was just keeping two and basically yeah. punting on back. Like the, <laughs> we're keeping two, but the second is a guy we just pointed it out the window. And now it's like, turns out if you think you can win a Super Bowl this year, you should have a backup quarterback plan. You should have somebody that you think can play three, four games. If more than that, you're cooked anyway, but you're going to need somebody to hold it in the road at some point. And it's so funny. Those guys. Like Peyton Manning got hurt, and the Colts were just like, I guess we're getting the number one pick. Like, wait. Yeah, please. <laughs> if, if 18's out, we're fucked, and we don't practice fucked, <laughs> is what the Colts' old offensive coordinator would say. He was right to do it. Who did they draft this year? I just they used a top 100 pick on a kicker, which is maybe Smart. worse than a running back in the first. Which <laughs> um, is he? You got to be that deal like immediately if you get in top 100 picked as a kicker. It's just too volatile as a position. So he better be that guy. They also didn't like gave up a second, third, fourth, and fifth for McCaffrey. So didn't have a whole lot of extra capital. To be playing with? Right. They took, you better be that guy. They took Jair Brown, I believe. Yeah, he was their highest drafted player, safety out of Penn State. Uh, and then Jake Moody at 100, uh, the kicker out of Michigan. Uh, <laughs> and then they went tight end with their, <laughs> their next pick, Cameron Latou. Uh, so just like the la- the worst draft ever in your eyes. <laughs> Mate, well, I'll, I'll say. Who's what's the safety's name? I think he's like undersized, right? Like people like him. He's just he's just small. Jair Brown. He's five eleven, yeah. and he ran a four seven. So he's a wee man, and he's running in mud. Yeah, I'm, he's gonna make second I'm, team All Pro for the 49ers somehow. That's I'm putting him on a poster, no problem. <laughs> Ronnie Bell was a receiver they took out of Michigan. He's they took him two fifty five, so right around where they got Purdy last year. I believe his only problem was he got hurt last year. Like I'm pretty sure he's going to be a problem for them. Like I'm pretty sure he's he's going to actually be really good for them. Assuming he makes the team. I haven't followed right. their preseason that closely, but 
I remember coming out of the draft, people were high on him. Just he didn't have the best senior year or last year of college because he was hurt. Uh, and obviously, second year guys, they took Drake Jackson at USC, who I was super high on. Uh, they had him at USC, like playing corner, like rushing from there. And then everyone's like, just put your hand in the dirt. Watch. Uh, he got better as the season went last year. And obviously Brock Purdy uh, in the last pick in the draft, 263. How good can Purdy be this year? Like, will we be talking about him in like top 10 conversations a year from now? The people that I follow on Twitter that talk quarterbacks are very high on him. They think he's he's got below below like traits, below whatever, but he just he performs, so you know. A lot of people are still it's like, oh wait, he's just doing what's asked of him. It's like we've seen how hard that is to get from a quarterback for literally all of our lives. I don't know why that's being looked away that he provided it instantly. It's like, yeah, he didn't have the tr- – that's why he won the seventh round because he's not 6'5", run a four or whatever. I don't like comparing people to Tom Brady for obvious reasons. <laughs> the first couple of years of Brady's career, it was just like, this isn't going to last. He led the league in touchdowns year two. Like <laughs> He won the Super Bowl, and then he led the league in touchdowns. They didn't make the playoffs, but it was like, all right, clearly it wasn't his problem. Like The AFC right. each just happened to be competitive that year. Even, like, up until last year, people were like, yeah, Brady can't really, like, move. He can't do this. It's like, what What are we talking about? Like, we know. We know there are issues here. Like, limitate people view limitations as such a negative, and I, I very much understand why. But it's like, at some point, you get to drop, like, the pre-draft analysis and just focus on, like, what you've actually seen. Purdy wasn't going out there and just being a Jimmy G clone. He was – Marketably better than Jimmy G. He's the best quarterback they've had in the Shanahan era. Right. So that's where it's like, I don't... Yeah, was he like the best prospect ever? No, of course not. If he was, he would have went in the first round, top 10, something like that. Obviously, he had flaws. Obviously, he understands those flaws as well. I think that's the bigger problem with flaws. Does a guy know what they are? Yeah. (laughs) He don't have a rocket arm. He knows. He's not going to try to fit it in that window. He's not going to try to go 70 yards downfield to Debo Samuel. I'm going to go 12 yards downfield to Debo Samuel and let him take it <laughs> 70 yards. I don't have to be the hero here. I feel like we've seen that too. Guys just like won't follow, won't stick to scheme or structure or all right. that, trying to make the hero play. He'll do that. I don't think that's a bad thing. So, oh, yeah. And where's Trey Lance playing next year? That's the last question I got before you. Your guess is as good as mine. It's coming up on, I think this is year three of that contract. There's no way they're picking up year five, that fifth-year option. with what we. I think they have this year to decide that. So this is the year I believe they have to decide that. I'd lean no right now. We'll see how it plays out. So do you trade him on that fourth year? Do you get anything? Is it worth it to just keep him? We just talked about how they went through. They got down to Josh Johnson hours, quarterback-wise. Probably just rather keep them, right? Unless if someone's calling and giving you an offer you can't refuse. What's the offer you can't refuse for your third-string quarterback? A second, a third. Oh, if somebody offered this, I think he'd be out of there today. I think it's going to be like a, a fifth that can become a two. I don't even know if you can jump that high, but a fifth. <laughs> 
<laughs> if he becomes the president of the United States, it turns into a second round pick. Yeah, I think that's what it's like because the team acquiring is going to protect themselves a little bit too. So it's For like sure. if this guy's – I'm not saying he's going to win MVP, but if he's like league average, if he's like kind of what the Rodgers thing, if he's playing games for us, we'll gladly trade a two for a starting quarterback. But if he stinks and we can't really tell until we see him at practice, yeah, it's going to be a fifth, and we're okay with that. I think more conditional should be, yeah, if he's awesome all that, we make the playoffs, you give us a second rounder. If he stinks, you give us the second. That's the condition. <laughs> Not if he throws for 3,000 or 4,000 yards. Does he stink? Because if yeah. he stinks, you're sending some capital back this way. Yeah, how, how much trade. do you I'm fucking hate him, Shanahan? How, how yeah, bad dude, do you think he is? He's, like, so fucking bad. Um, <laughs> two first. Um, Trey Lance becomes the first six first. A quarterback in history. <laughs> Throwing 18 passes. Ten and a half is the number for these San Francisco 49ers. What are we thinking? Won 13 last year. I'm going to say... Hmm, I'm going to say... I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go higher. Probably just 11, though. I'll just go right over it, Probably. Are think, you going Seahawks win division as well? Yeah, I think I think I will have the Seahawks winning the division this year. I feel like the defense might not be as good with the losing to Miko Ryan's, like Coley said. I think that's gonna I think that might affect them a little more than we think. McMahon? I'm definitely going higher. I understand stand the schedule being perceived as weak because even though they play tough teams, they're very spread out. Like it's a very forgiving schedule. They start with two games on the road, but one of them is the Rams. So that's going to be a home they don't game essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like I know, I know say California people be furious. I know they're not next to each other. It's like five hours away, whatever it is. They'll travel. They, they haven't seen you their team all Pittsburgh year. Pittsburgh Steelers and they would have been in there. They play Pittsburgh week one. So yeah, they, <laughs> Well, they will be uh, in there. They get three games at home after that. The toughest one's the Cowboys. They play the Cardinals and the Giants before that. Then two more road games is the Browns and the Vikings. Like, I don't think they're worried about going to Cleveland or Minnesota. They play the Bengals at home. It's still first half Bengals. Perfect week nine bye at Jacksonville. Tampa at home. Like, that's going to be a slaughtering. And then this very weird three-week stretch Thursday at Seattle, that must be Thanksgiving. Uh, Sunday at Philly, so you're gonna go to Seattle on Thanksgiving to Philly the next week. At least you get the three extra days, uh, and then they play Seattle at home. Like that's their toughest stretch of back to back to back games. And then they finish with at Arizona, Baltimore, at Washington, Los Angeles Rams. So it's like pretty oh, that easy final month is cake, brother. Yeah, pretty easy landing. Yeah, but you still have to cover Demar. You have to cover Lamar Jackson on Christmas. That doesn't sound like the most fun. Man, that, the way it's broken up, did they just give Purdy like every third game off? It's like we're not gonna go through. <laughs> just take every third game off. What you gonna learn the playbook more, nerd? You're maxed out. The internet said you are. <laughs> just give him a week off. I'm going higher as well. I do think that I think they win the division again, but I do. I think it'll be probably one game separation like i think that's how close san francisco like san francisco 12 to 11 maybe but i'll go higher on san francisco i like the years they've been 
bad under the under Shanahan has been when Jimmy G like got hurt and missed ten of ten games. They didn't have a option. Now he's like, I will only ever have six options at quarterback. <laughs> ever. We'll never be mid if I can help it again. So I'll, I'll go higher on these 49ers. I think they win that division again. Who's there? Yeah, who's their X Factor? Is it whoever their defensive coordinator is now? I don't know who took D'Amico's place. It, I mean, it's probably Warner or Greenlaw. Like, they're hmm. just so, like, and kind of like what I was saying about Seattle. When I think of San Francisco, their linebackers are just always so, like, Patrick Willis. Who is with Willis? Why am I blanking on Navarro the other Bowman. Line? Yeah, Navarro Bowman. Like, they got the same thing again. They have the same thing again. In a league where it's impossible to find <laughs> average linebackers, they're like, we just draft the best, like comfortably the best. It's not. I'm thinking like the third and fourth, too. Like they didn't, like it wasn't top 10 picks, Fred Warner. Greenlaw was the guy. 148th overall, fifth round, and Warner was 70th, third round. Elite draft capital on elite <laughs> premium off-ball linebacker position. You just can't win that way. And you don't trade draft capital for a running back. Don't do anything the 49ers do. Now, they're going to win 12 games and be in the conference championship three the last four years. But they play an unconventional game, school. You just can't follow these rules. Six of the last 12, too. It's not even just three of the last four. <laughs> right. Coach don't matter for real. <laughs> now nah, I'm going higher on them. It's also like sneaky. The depth they have behind McCaffrey too is mm. as like I think they have the comfortably the best running back room in the league. Obviously, CMC's at the top. Elijah Mitchell, when he's healthy, is unbelievable. And part like that's part of the reason you go get Christian thing. McCaffrey yeah. is because like all right, if Elijah's down, it doesn't matter anymore. They used a decently high pick on uh, Terry and Davis Price last year at LSU. He's still around. Jordan, Jordan Mason, Mason too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the highest grade out of any running back on this team. Even That's why I was like, with- <laughs> they love, I know people that are just like, we should just give Jordan Mason the love, the, the touches. So they've got a lot of, they've got depth everywhere. They're quite annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a higher, I think they'll probably be back in the conference championship. It just feels like, you said six or 12 feels like a decent, maybe this is the year they take off and they, Get back to it next year. Uh, maybe we, yeah. After we finish all our AFC, we'll go through our brackets and all that. But for now, yeah, I think we're so all three of us are higher on these 49ers. Mm-hmm. Everybody was higher on the Seahawks. Nine yeah. lower was I the only one higher on the on the Rams? No, my Rams too. Oh, my Rams. Our, our Rams. That's our right. Rams. Come on. It's Mick who doesn't believe. It's true uh, and. And not a soul on this planet believes in the Clark. <laughs> if, if, if I have this correctly. Let, let me ask the neighborhood. I'm going to open my window real quick. Yeah. No, boo. Turn them off. Yeah, he's got a bunch of actual Cardinals outside his window. They're like, don't see it. I'm, I like Simmons playing corner, not safety. Pass it on. <laughs> you got any other notes, tidbits on this NFC West one? No, I'm excited to see who does cut the nets uh, for this division. Listen, I'm t- if the Cardinals get Kyler back and pick one and two, they should be named division champ. I don't care if the Seahawks go 14 and three. If you pull off that, 
that's what I'm watching. Not fi- like I'm not going to be physically watching Arizona Cardinals ball, but I'm monitoring the Kyler to Atlanta situation. So we got our East down, West down. I think we'll probably check off the North next and finish with the South. <laughs> so the East are up. Check those out if you have not. Drop this video a thumbs up, please and thank you, if you have not. For the McMahon, for school, for Dean and YC and Aaron and everybody else helping behind the scenes, we appreciate you all. Thumbs up on the way out. We'll catch you next time.